Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is WWJ All Local. MDOT says it'll now likely take a week to fix that damaged bridge that has left a section of I-94 in Ann Arbor closed to traffic. Yesterday morning, the driver of a garbage truck who left the boom of his vehicle up hit then damaged that Liberty Road Bridge overpass. Although there were no injuries, Diane Cross with MDOT says the damage was significant enough to force the closure of four miles of the roadway of eastbound I-94 right at M14. And while it is a major inconvenience to tens of thousands of drivers who use East 94, heading on to M14 is a great detour. We'll be able to fix the bridge, and then once everything is safe for us to reopen, then we'll allow traffic to go back on there. And again, we're estimating that it's going to take about a week. Until they actually start the repairs, we don't know for sure. And with more now on that closure and getting around it, here's WWJ's KT in the 24-hour traffic center. You can take M14 eastbound to US 23 southbound, get yourself back onto I-94 eastbound, or you could exit early on I-94 eastbound at Zeeb, take that south to Jackson, and get yourself into downtown Ann Arbor. Liberty Road is closed over I-94. That's the overpass that the semi hit. You can get on it, Ann Arbor Saline Road. Uh, they're assessing the damage today. Again, I-94 eastbound M14 to Ann Arbor Saline Road closed for a possible week. We'll let you know your full update coming up at 7.08 in the WWDJ 24-Hour Traffic Center. KT, thanks. Shifting gears now. Southfield police are going to be releasing more details about a fiery crash along 8 Mile Road over the weekend that's drawn a lot of attention to a good Samaritan. WWDJ's Charlie Langton's got the story. Charlie? Yeah, good morning, Jonathan. That's right. We should get more information today regarding the condition of a man who was pulled from that fiery car crash you were talking about. This happened in Southfield, but he was pulled out by a good Samaritan, just a passerby. The man witnessed the car crash Saturday night in Southfield, saw the flames, and then as he was trying to put out the fire, he heard a yell for help. He busted through the flames and rescued the man. That man was taken to the local hospital where he was in critical condition. Again, we should get an update on that condition, more about the crash, and, of course, what that good Samaritan is doing now. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Frustrated residents filling Westland City Hall last night to express their anger over recent power outages that lasted for some more than a week. U.S. Representative Rashida Tlaib and Westland Mayor Michael Londo led the discussion. This woman hoping something comes from that meeting. I just hope that, you know, with the legislators here, that they get something resolved as well as the DTE individual. Because, see, what they have done, they've already paid their shareholders. They're not going to tell you that. So now they want to piggyback off of us. That's not right. There is a Michigan Public Service Commission hearing on March 20th at Fortson High School in Dearborn that will provide another opportunity for citizens to have their voices heard. Meanwhile, the suspect who robbed a bank in Taylor just over a week ago is still on the run at this hour despite a flood of tips. WWJ's Mike Campbell live, and uh, they just can't seem to find this guy, can they, Mike? 
Yeah, picture's worth a thousand words, right? But not a single good solid tip that would bring in this alleged bank robber, apparently. It happened in Taylor on March 6th. There was a guy that walked into a Citizens Bank on Eureka Road between Pardee Roads, the north and south split, and produced a note to a teller indicating he had a, a weapon and saying he demanded money. The teller opened the drawer, didn't have much money to give. The guy produced a pistol, and then uh, she came up with some money. He went to the next teller, did the same thing, and then left the bank. The whole time the bank surveillance camera was on, they've got a clear image of a black man with a husky build wearing glasses and University of Michigan apparel. It has been viewed some 60,000 times and shared a thousand times, but Taylor Police Lieutenant Frank Canning says, still no solid lead on this suspect. He says he's quite stunned after all that uh, ability to get that in front of everybody. They still can't ID this suspect. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. On the auto beat this morning, some new crash tests showing that car makers have some work to do to make back or make the back seats of their cars safer. Too often, safety attention is focused on the front seat at the expense of rear seat passengers, says Raul Arbelize. He's a vice president at the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. He says it's evident in their latest crash tests of midsize SUVs. A few vehicles in this midsize SUV class are performing very well. We have four models that earn good ratings and the rest fall fall short. Ford's Explorer and Mustang Mach-E were among the top performers. The test, Arbelize says, is aimed at getting car makers to focus more on rear seat safety. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. Well, the University of Michigan's men's basketball team is going to host the Toledo Rockets in the opening round of the NIT. WWJ's Chris Villars of the Sports Desk with a preview. Yeah, it's not the big dance, but the fact that Michigan has decided to take part in the NIT for the first time in 16 years shows that they have something to play for, something to work on, or something to prove. A disappointing 17-15 and 15 year relegated them to the secondary tournament, where they'll be a three-seed among the 32 teams invited, which range from Power 5 teams on a down year to mid-majors who won the regular season but failed to get an automatic bid in their conference tournament. The Wolverines' opponent is the latter. Toledo went 27-7 and and will attempt to play up when they visit Ann Arbor tonight for the first round. Uh, Michigan has struggled, but they're still favored by six points to move on. In fact, they've never lost an NI team game that they've hosted. They're 16-0, a streak they're hoping to continue at 7 o'clock with the call right here on WWJ. Chris Villar, WWJ News Radio 950. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel being sued by O'Neill Swanson II, owner of Swanson Funeral Home in Flint and in Ypsilanti crematorium. The $25 million lawsuit accuses Nessel of malicious prosecution and discrimination. Nessel's office charged Swanson back in October of 21 with failing to dispose of a body within 180 days. Her office later tried to amend that complaint and add on five counts of mutilation of a body. A month later, a Washtenaw County judge dismissed the case altogether. Swanson says his reputation has been damaged and his business has been destroyed. Clinton County Executive Dave Coulter will deliver his annual State of the County address this evening. Coulter's office says his speech will emphasize the county's values of community, respect, inclusion, and gratitude. 
Uh, he's also planning to announce a mental health program developed specifically for younger residents. That speech gets underway at 7, and you can hear it right here on WWJ. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 